0: You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello everybody and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, are you screening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me as always is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. The, the computer was doing something there for a minute. I, yeah. thought, I, I thought we were, we're stuck or yeah. something and I was like, so I, there's a little glitch in my voice anyway. Yeah, it's like the right. computer didn't need, need to mess up because I stopped you for did. it. and <laughs> It caught up. Uh, this week is uh, Dune, is our our big feature film. That's the thing. And uh, awesomely made a bunch of money at the box office, despite being on HBO Max. Right. And uh, you have like a 3D option as well, which uh, I don't know if that's helping or making any difference, or uh, the yeah. money that it's pulling in is taking in some 3D money or whatever. Right. But it's out there, and... Uh, before we jump into the review, uh, the movie is uh, fabulous looking. Uh, if you just are looking at, you know, the visual of the movie. Yeah. And I don't know that the 3D is absolutely like something that screams that it's necessary. Uh, but I bet it looks pretty cool in 3D. Good. That uh, in IMAX. I know because, it was filmed uh, in IMAX. Because it looks yeah crazy and it has a lot of you know these big like old western looking we're just going to look at the panorama right. for a while of here's this planet right and here's this here's the water planet Behold we're leaving my vista. Yeah, yeah yeah right yeah uh so there's a lot of that that probably looks really awesome including yeah. uh like you know some battley stuff that yeah. is like in a big grand thing mm-hmm. that you see so i don't know it's probably It might be worth checking out. You watched it on your
1: iPhone, didn't you? You didn't even get the...
0: uh... I didn't watch it on my iPhone, (laughs) but (laughs) uh, I did watch it on not a big screen, really. Right. Um, And I won't even ruin all movies for people by telling (laughs) them why I don't care about that anymore. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway. uh, So before we get to Dune, I do want to talk uh, quickly about a couple things. Uh, one is uh, I'll throw you under the bus here because you saw um, Adam's Family and yeah. it's good.
1: Yeah, I had I had fun with it. I, we, my girlfriend and I wanted to watch it. Uh, she's surprisingly not into films, but the films she's into. There's a certain pattern to the fun of them, and she's always loved the Adam's Family. Anything. So when the sequel came out, oh, okay, we'll we'll definitely check this out. Right out of the bat like dune it's just so visually amazing to look at i was describing to you before before we just started it's just textured and layered and vibrant and colorful and like the way fester moves and the way cousin its hair is just like literally like moving i'm like this is almost unlike anything animated i've ever seen right which was well worth paying attention to it it's a brisk film. It's it's not designed to be like a two-hour film at all. It moves at a clip that's very fun. The story's engaging enough. It feels just like a sequel's plot does. You know, it's not like I said to you. It's not like The Incredibles, but it does kind of feel like The Incredibles too. Like you, you just have a familiarity there. And I had a really good time with it. I you know I think I probably would give that like an eight, seven and a half eight. Um, partially because of how easy and breezy it is but it's it's just it's a lot of fun right not quite the funny thing is when we were watching it <clears throat> and I was talking about how visually it was and how great it was I said to her because we've had so much fun the year before and this is very seasonal uh, catching up on all the hotel Transylvania films and I don't think I've seen the third one yet I don't I don't have much memory of that but the first two back to back I thought this is just such a great time everything's everything's working there's so many fun jokes the characters the animation everything was just sort of pumping it isn't quite as good as hotel transylvania 2
0: but it's really running pretty parallel to it it was just fun right it's a good time yeah so cool uh and you know that's a that's a good one uh for people who are interested like uh you know halloween kills obviously did tons of money and it didn't necessarily matter that it was Halloween kills or that anyone liked it. It's just, you know, it's that time of year and people want to go to the theater and you want to see the scary thing. Right. And so it is kind of cool. I wouldn't mind actually seeing that become uh, like a permanent uh, thing, which, you know, over the years, I, I guess we've kind of tried to lean in that direction, Yeah. but having some kids thing, yeah. Like every October, like we have a bunch of scary movies every October. Yeah. Something is going to be the Halloween scary movie yep. to go see. That would be pretty cool. It'd so it's great. cool to see that out there. Um, and the other thing I want to talk about before we get to Dune is uh, Apple's got their new big release Invasion uh, following up really right on the foot heels of uh, releasing Foundation, which is mm-hmm. now like, I don't know, four or five episodes of actual release. Um, and, and so invasion is a a strange show either way. Right. Um, but it's about, you know, an alien invasion, aliens (laughs) show up. Right. Um, but you go through like three episodes, you don't actually know anything about any aliens or whatever. You just see some weird stuff happens and people reacting to it. Right. And you get like this, uh, almost this is us esque Right detail of these people (laughs) that you're going to be watching as they play along and really you've got like three locations right and uh i will admit right now i didn't pay enough attention to the show to (laughs) uh to know exactly uh you've got like this tiny town sheriff who's like in montana or wyoming or something uh, where, you know, he gets called in because yeah. the Johnson boys stole All Mr. Right. Peterson's truck again or some nonsense, and then we find this big thing in a field and right. yada yada, you know, and then hilarity ensues and ooh, what's going on? And uh, and you got another character who is going on a, a rocket in Japan to meet up with the space station, right? Yeah. And uh, her, you know lover who works in the communications of the program or whatever. And, and so like the rocket takes off and then something happens in space and whatever. And then you've got another one where it's a a guy in the military in like Afghanistan or something uh, who is like the American in Afghanistan who better have a translator around, and then right. doesn't have a translator around. <laughs> right. And, and all of these people uh, in one way or another, and you've got another, uh, you've got like a couple in the suburbs somewhere, the stuff starts going wonky, and the wife picks this exact moment to find right. out that her husband's cheating on her. Right. Now all hell breaks loose and they've got their two kids and he was planning to leave her and we have to have all this story of their days of our lives sure. drama right. as part of what's happening in the alien invasion. <laughs> right. And, uh, and, and at no point do we really ever, uh, get to any explanation. And uh, as I was telling you, uh, just a minute ago, yeah. It's like uh, you took, and I feel like I've been saying this a lot recently, and it irritates me that that this is like such a trend, kind of, that I have to keep saying it, right? But it's like uh, you took something uh, that's like lost at the beginning when it was good, right, and read a bunch of reviews of it. And the reviews said stuff like, I have no idea what's going on here. And then you take that and go, as long as people have no idea what's going on, it's good. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so we're going to make a show where uh, the only feature that any, uh, I guess, anyone could really pull out of what's happening is that you don't really know what's going on. And, hey, you can't predict what's about to happen. Right. Because you have no idea what's going on, and nothing makes sense, right. and Isn't that's that why exciting? it's good. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, so. and uh, you know, it, it worked in Lost at the beginning, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. For reasons, right. not just the bare idea that you didn't know what was going on, right? right. Like, not that in a vacuum. Uh, and in this case, man, it's It's so bouncing between these people And it's and it's also like uh, some weird grief porn where uh, everyone's got all these problems. Everyone's oh no, she finds him cheating on her. Uh, So and so dies, and now we have to be really sad about it. And then something weird happens, Mm -hmm. and then it's so it's like this weird grief porn show, married to some kind of like uh, you know, it's almost like you know, how you have said about like Japanese horror movies, you know, like I'm not scared of big eyes and wet hair, so it doesn't do anything to me. And this one is like, as though the new, you know, big eyes and wet hair is, I don't know what's happening. Right. Like, or I'm in some circumstance where suddenly something really weird is going on that I don't understand. That's the new like horror. That's That's what I'm scared of is I don't know what's going on. Right. And, that doesn't it. do it no and it's just it's everything is so we got this uh we got a partner it with a kid who's being bullied there's a school where uh, everyone's noses start bleeding for no reason except like this one kid right right and and so you know huge event and right. and everyone shows up and oh my god what's going on and and then we just kind of build off that in order to have like the most Boring, standard kid being bullied thing ever where uh, it makes me just feel bad for the actor kid who's the bully. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because because it's just so and everything that happens uh, in the little microcosm of what's going on. Yeah. Especially whenever anyone's talking to each other. Right. You know exactly what's going to happen right then. Right. Right. In that conversation. Yeah. Or like in the in the arc of the kid bullying the other kid, right? You know exactly every step of what's going to happen this there, right? Like, this sounds great. Yeah, yeah it's probably going to be like the next biggest the new, thing new ever, new right? right? Um, which uh, it, I mean, it it brings up you know several other things that. Are not exactly related to this, but you know it's like this is us, right? right. I mean, I watch like two episodes of This Is Us, and <laughs> you'd have to threaten to kill my kids to get me to watch anymore. Right. It's just like this weird grief porn, yeah. And somebody likes it. I mean, people yeah, like they, that show, they right? Love it. But yeah. it's it's like watching, uh, you know, Grey's Anatomy, which also was good for a season, and yeah. and then after that, right.
1: I I mean crumbled, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But so uh, on the other hand, so it's it, it's horrible. And I give it like a 1. Oof, uh, I mean, it's just yeah. it's like basically unwatchable. Right. The only thing it has driving you from one episode to the next is that you have to care what's going on, and I can't imagine how you care what's <laughs> yeah. going on. Right. So, yeah. like there's nothing else happening, right? That's and it's weird there's only just barely an invasion in any sense of the word, like three yeah. episodes in. I don't know. And it's just, uh, you know, we've got the Japanese woman laying on her bed, staring at the star on her ceiling for like 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, it's I get it. Man. And then uh, her mom comes over because there was like a trope <laughs> missing in the, <laughs> in the right. overall yeah, plot. I don't know. But uh, on the other hand, I you know I don't know. There's tons of people who are probably gonna watch it, and Apple's been doing
1: pretty well so far. They haven't had real hard misses. They've had a few things you didn't. They've love, had a couple of things, things that, you that I did love, you and know, Foundation is
0: Foundation trash. trash. Is big, yeah.
1: But so
0: uh, I don't know, but maybe people like Foundation, but I can't imagine I people seen, who've read the book
1: after after you talked about it last time. I I just didn't see many people talking about it there just seemed to be all the other things and, and entertainment and it's, and it's wise been, it's been renewed just to throw that out it's already been renewed well enough but and, i didn't see anybody really digging it no
0: and the and the weirdest thing about yeah. it is that it just keeps going wronger right it's like uh after yeah. wronger i saw more people talking about labrea
1: than i did foundation yeah, yeah. you know yeah. La
0: labrea is uh uh labrea is like to go wrong in similar ways yeah but to be kind of screwy and eighties about it, right. so that it's right. okay. That's okay, right? Because yeah. it's just a, yeah. it's just a, you know, kind of goofball <clears throat> premise that we're like, hey man, let's like have some fun right. and watch this. And then you go, well, I mean, all right, you know, then, but they get then, to it. Then they, you're they, like watching the eighteen. You're not just right? waiting I mean, <laughs> for
1: things for like seasons. You know, it's right. like, look, you invasion. All right, two hours in, you should have five invasions by now. Right. You know, not a hint of a divorce. Uh,
0: but since you brought foundation up, uh, I have to—I'll yeah. throw that out again. Uh, that oh. show is not getting any better, and it's really <laughs> freaking me out at it this sucks. point because uh, because it it won't go right. right. It, it won't move on. Uh, we're just getting more and more about the emperors. Which are never son of a bitching mentioned again know, right? in any of the books. I
1: think they're listening to this and they're like, give that guy what he wants. Yeah, they're like, more, more emperor. More
0: emperor. Yeah. Uh, you know what this song needs? <laughs> more yeah. emperors. And, yeah. and they just keep going on and on with it. And they just keep slowing down any other progress of the story, yeah. right? Right. So, like I said, what happened, uh, uh, you know, if you go back and listen to my tirades on right. earlier parts of this if right. you're really interested. But <laughs> worth it too. You got through the first two episodes and you basically got through like 40 pages of the book. Right. And at those 40 pages of the book, we're <laughs> never supposed to see any of these people again, right? Yeah. And we move on to like a certain amount of the future where yeah. the the first foundation is like established but it's like 50 years later and yeah. y- yada yada, you know, whatever. And it's like now we're like several more episodes in and we got like four or five more pages covered (laughs) because we're making up all this stuff to fill in all this other stuff. We just keep talking about the emperors all the time. I don't know. Now there's a whole new thing in uh, one of the more recent episodes where we're going all on about this like religion thing and who's going to be the next leader Mm -hmm. of whatever religion and yada yada and how the emperors work. Mm And the whole reason we don't want them to be in charge of the church now is because they have some tenet of the religion that would make it so that the clone emperors don't have souls because they're clones, which is all shit we made up for the show and has nothing to do with the book in the first place. (laughs) Like we made up the emperors. We made up a religion to not like the emperors. None of it has anything to do with anything. That's a riot. So, there's one short book, basically, right? Right. It's, Foundation is not a long book. We're doing like, if we're going through the first book, right? It's a couple of hundred pages or something. Like I said, it's like, a, it's a pretty short book. And in about 18 seasons, we might get done with that one book. And then we can move on to like the sequel book. Right, right. Anyway. All right. Uh, You'll be there too. Yeah, you'll I'll,
1: you'll be hanging
0: through. But I'll be fast forwarding. What
1: that stuff, you know? It's I mean, this is not exactly the same thing, and it's not. We don't need filler. But it's just when you tell me about this thing, it for some reason it just reminds me of ages ago when I had roommates, and it was around this time of year because that's when. The Wizard of Oz always plays, you know, Thanksgiving time. Right. And in in this part of the world that was always a transitory act like when the Wizard of Oz played on Thanksgiving evening, now Christmas officially started, that kind of thing. Right. And I remember my roommate watching this and I remember, I mean, we weren't children because obviously we were able to live on our own, but he was he was just a weird dude and he watched The Wizard of Oz and it just occurred to him as the wicked witch got crushed and the munchkins start singing, follow the yellow brick road. And he's like, holy crap. Look, there's a red brick road too. There's a red brick road. Oh my God. I wonder where that, and he went down this rabbit hole of thought, like out loud to all of us. He's like, I wonder where that goes. Holy crap. No one's ever known. I'm going to, I'm going to, this isn't copywritten. I'm going to do this. He became so fixated on this thing that I finally went in my room and brought out like a bunch of bomb Oz books and was like buddy the Red Brick Road has been explored <laughs> but it, it sounds to me like somebody who read Foundation was like the emperors the emperors like you don't understand there's a thing here about the <laughs> right. emperors and I'm gonna flesh this out and there's a reason they weren't fleshed out you know original and probably thought over and I always just think of him and I'm like how excited he got to in, to investigate the Red Brick Road <laughs> Except that it had already been done and done and done, and like he had not discovered anything. But in that moment, he was like he was an like, idea. Yeah. He was he was seeing the world for something new. And
0: so there was no one to give him a bunch of money. To I just make I felt so bad show.
1: popping that balloon. But I just in my mind, I'm like somebody somewhere was like, man, the Amber Rose. There's a great story here.
0: Somebody was. Somebody was. Somebody was something. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, okay. Dune. So. Dune. um yeah, uh, this is uh Dennis Villanueva that uh we both generally really like. Yeah. Uh doing stuff anyway. And uh this one's funny for me because I've been waiting for this. Especially because um not to throw out the whole thing. And you know, frankly, I wish they would make more of it being part one than they did for like the last year right right until that's a big reveal until like the last couple weeks when suddenly they went oh by the way it's part one (laughs) and then if you watch it i don't know how it is in the theaters but if you watch it on hbo max yeah it comes out and it goes like dune and then like for like two seconds it says like part one and then it all goes away real fast (laughs) flashes
1: fast yeah and then it's
0: gone yeah and you're like uh don't pay no attention to this being part one. Right. Um, but it's uh, really, really part one. Yeah. So don't go in this the, don't expecting think. to get anywhere, right. right? Anyway, um, yeah. so the thing that's weird is like even just, you know, in the last six months where we're talking about foundation yeah. here, but several other things yeah. uh, in the last six months where, uh, you know, I... I have repeatedly found myself uh, thinking this is like a movie or show or whatever yeah. by someone who took some, you know, long-standing famous work. Uh, even like, you know, The Green Knight is, right. uh, you know, I said the same thing, right? right. Um, but many times uh, it's weird. Just recently, all of a sudden, everyone has come down with this that uh, they took some, you know, whatever beloved work and said, I have a better idea than that. Yeah. Or, you know, you you think this is like a good story, but I'll show you what really a good story is. Right. And now we have like the opposite. Uh-oh. Because now, Uh-oh. now it's like somebody made Dune and said, that's what it says on the page? Then that's that, what I'm going to film. Right. <laughs> 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 and, and that's what you're going to get. And even though this is, I think technically this is like not quite half. Actually, um, uh, as far as when we stop this, I think we're.
1: You remember the book way better than I, I, I do. I think
0: we're a, a little quarter a, a in, a fair bit, more not like quite a quarter, uh, not, uh, beyond the half. Yeah no no it's like this is like not quite a half is it really i, thought I think it was just
1: over half okay
0: i think okay. but you know someone will correct me on that i'm sure i
1: trust your memory on. and it. i'm
0: not gonna go look up the doom book and <laughs> open it to halfway and see where we are but right. i feel like this is a little bit less than half but even still uh there is some stuff that's not in it and there's some stuff oh, yeah. there's some stuff that goes pretty fast uh, as the version of it or whatever there is a lot of stuff even when you start out uh there's a lot of stuff where you kind of got to bring the book with you still right um there's a part uh at the very beginning of the movie where jessica's talking to paul and telling him to use the voice on her yeah and I don't think, and it's hard to disconnect yourself from what you do know, right? But I don't think it quite comes across uh, in that scene in this movie that she's really scared of him and how no, it and how good he is He's, at doing it, right? Um, especially when later on she kind of like is still harping on him not doing it right, right. or whatever. But so there, you know, there's many parts in this and there's a lot of the initial, you know, kind of knife fight training he does, you know, where you're not really getting out of that scene, everything that's in the book or whatever. And the movie just goes, you know, please have read the book. It's not quite like David Lynch where he just said, look, don't show up. If you haven't read the book, there's no point. Right. But there is still like a fair amount of that. But that aside, this is, an adaptation of a book that is just uh, a, a person, a group of people, whatever writers and the director involved that are going, uh, look, man, the book works. <laughs> right. So, so I'm just going ma- to, I'm just going to make gonna that book. Yeah. I'm not going to go. Yeah. Uh, here's what Frank Herbert should have done here. Right, right. You know, he's just doing the book. Yeah. So you got that like, I guess, out of the way as far as, you know, complaints might go. And uh, mm-hmm. other than that, there's no real point in kind of summarizing things or the plot or whatever. It's like Dune, and you need to know what it is. Right. And if you don't know what it is, I don't need to explain it because 10,000 people have explained it already. Yeah, right. And and things are not sufficiently different. So before going into any uh, talking about it, I'm just going to say I gave it a nine. Yeah, wow. And... The only reason that I didn't give it a 10 um, is really because uh, there are some of the interactions and some of the things that happen uh, that I don't like the way it delivered for the movie as a whole. Yeah. Um, I I could almost even go like nine and a half. Yeah. Maybe. Um, but there are there's some of the stuff that happened that I don't think, even though this is like, just, you know, like really faithful to the book there, there are still some like decisions in the way that they happened that I don't think actually translated enough for me to just go right. Boom. 10, done. Right. Right. Uh, mostly they involve having visions. Yeah. Uh, right. and, and what we're doing with that and, how much we're doing it, right. and certain th- things like that. And some of the stuff got kind of left out in the sense that, uh, and, and you know, f- oddly enough, they say Harkonnens in the book, or in the movie. In the movie. I have never thought of it that way. What did you always think it was? It's Harkonnens. Harkonnens. It, and I swear to God that's how they say it in the David Lynch movie, Maybe. which just solidified that <laughs> as how you say it. Yeah. Um. But anyway, but I, I feel like you know they're not uh necessarily overdone in the book either or anything like that and if we give them like a pretty decent amount of time that's probably all they need but i feel like they were a, they were a little too yeah they they, they were yeah. they were just like one step more than you know they they are bad yeah. evil people <laughs> right um but they you know, in this movie, and as much as I like all the people playing them and yeah. everything, especially, um, I, I can't stress enough how cool it is that uh, that Dalmatian guy has got even more now, because um, he's Peter DeVries, the Mentat for the mm-hmm. Uh and, you know, he just had the Suicide Squad, where everybody right. thought he was great. Right. And he's unfortunately kind of just in the shadows right. in this, and you might not even recognize that it's him. I it, it, Yeah, I uh, couldn't not see him. Um, I kept reading for the polka dots. Yeah, but I don't know. They were just a little too uh, boringly evil. You know, there's funner yeah. ways yeah. to be evil than yeah. just, I don't know. They, they, they could have been, uh, I think, portrayed a little better. And... Um, I think it. Some of it was just like they didn't. They could have had a little bit more uh, to to just be able to do anything. You know, like yeah. there's some big name people in this movie that you're like, did you need the big name right. person if all they're going to do is like stand over to the side in the shadows right. or whatever? Yeah. Anyway, um, but other than that, I thought uh, I don't know, man. It, it worked for me pretty pretty solidly. So that's my opening. Here's my rating. Extended spiel I've
1: been kind of looking forward to this I wasn't sure Because we talked about it last week I wasn't sure if we were going to Have an opportunity to go see it together In the theater Or if we were going to just you know, see it on HBO The way we did But you've been such a You've been such a fan of Dune And you've been talking about the film for a while And again because we I think I like Denny's films a bit more than you But you're definitely right in there and i remember at one point you know as much as you can be you were like this is you know a little making me nervous cuz if this sucks that sucks right so when i was watching it i'm like i'll be damned if i don't know cuz i don't i don't love the book the way y- you did and i haven't read it the way you did i i tried reading it once i got through it but i don't remember tons of it i remember right. i remember the best parts of it I remember the big things, but I don't remember tons of it. So I was watching the film and I'm I'm enjoying it for all the reasons I'm about to say, but but I was like, I don't know if this is going to hit mark, right? <laughs> because in a way, what you like, not that you've ever said this, but you like old Bond. Like yeah. as great as a Daniel Craig film might be, you're like, well, I mean, here's why it isn't that great. And I'm like, maybe he's beholden in some way to the book in a way I don't remember in the Lynch film, which I do, but this isn't like the Lynch film, really. Right. I mean, in some small ways it is, but... I don't know what I'm going to get. Right. So I'm psyched you like Right, it. I'm, because I'm it's like if you're
0: you. if you're trying to think of just normal movie person yeah. versus you're trying right. to think of who's like the Dune super fan. Right, whatever, I mean, one and of my closest friends right. has
1: been waiting for this forever, and I'm like, well, I hope this didn't bum him out, because if I come in and I say I had an eight out uh, of 10, right, which I did, and you're like, you, f- there's a three, and this sucks, right. and I'm like,
0: oh, They ruined man. the book. And come whatever. on, right. you know.
1: Yeah. For me, it's it, being a fan of the films that Denny, and I always screw up his name, even though I looked up how he says it, but he says it French, and I don't get it. And
0: he says it very fast. And he
1: does. Villeneuve? Nah, I can't put the V at the end, but Denny. Okay, his films I'm a huge fan of, going all the way back to when he just first started. It, I was worried that we, I knew I wasn't going to get like a Prisoners kind of film, but I thought it might be, It might be more in the vein of Blade Runner 2049, which, though I enjoyed the film because I enjoy his style, I thought that that film was like two and a half hours from a 15-page short story. This, I know, is like two and a half hours from like hundreds of pages. And I thought he might have the same difficulty, though it would be visually compelling and just beautiful to look at. I didn't know how it was going to come together. And... There are a bunch of stuff that, that happens and don't happen at the same speed. You know, it's it's very methodical in how the translation and adaptation of this is happening. Just being able to watch it in his hands is almost just fun enough. But I didn't see anything that really pulled anything away without... With with the exception of my one Zendaya gripe forever, like I just don't get yeah. her, and I don't get everyone's fixation with her. She's not bad, but I just don't get it. And and at least for once, she didn't marry Jane her way through this role, which by which is to say, she didn't only act with her eyebrows.
0: Well, you know, and that's and, one of my biggest. And, and things. And in this one, whether you like her or hate her, it. As far as this movie goes, she just doesn't matter. She's in the really next one. Right? Maybe it'll be a difference, but she's in really like forty seconds of this movie. She's it, y- except that some of it we watch again over it, and like a right. in the visions. Somebody and stuff, said but she's hardly in.
1: Somebody it. said she's basically in seven minutes of the film, but really she's only doing something for two right you know all the others are these weird visions and flashbacks and and premonitions and, and i get it and she's fine
0: and they're just the same thing and she doesn't do sure. anything except look at you or right walk away and, or and whatever to so. give to give her this
1: though it's superficial as hell she's she's beautiful she looks great right. you know she's not hard to look at even with the wonderful effect of the spices blue eyes you know right. um and, and from from the small things that he had to get right, which I can't imagine making a misstep with making everyone's eyes look the right kind of blue, but it looks great. Right. To the personal shields, to the knife, to the training, to the voice. Like, I love how the voice is represented. Uh, when it's done right, it looks like the film is suddenly out of frame and out of sync with the sound, and I, it's beautiful. Right. Um, I really get a sense that Denis and and I know this now more than ever because I watched one two minute sort of extra after the film where he was talking about his love letter to cinema and he's like this is it like this this Dune project is going to be it. And they showed like all these things that he had done before production. And then they overlap it. They fade into what it looks like in real production. And it looks the same. I'm like, this guy has obsessed over this book. I'm translating it for so long. I'm psyched for him that he's going to be able to do it. And I had so much fun watching everybody pull off what was not terribly difficult in the sense that it was fun watching Jason Momoa, who is almost always a one trick acting note be as charismatic. I mean, not like the rock charismatic, but as charismatic as he likely is anyway in real life, just portraying a role. Like he was very fun to watch and he wasn't
0: just being like aqua bro. You You know, know, he wasn't doing, I I think he was, I think he was really good in this. Right. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, there's only so much stuff that I've seen him in really right i mean he's only been in so much yeah. he's only been around for it's right, that's not true. like he made like 10 movies Game a year Thrones, right he's only been DC around for so long and, yeah but he has been around for a number of movies yeah. that have made him a lot of money and i i really think I, I think he was good in this but i really think this is the first time i've seen him act
1: i was just gonna say i didn't because see-
0: everything else that i've seen him in he's just going to like, huzzah, my, I'm yeah, here. Here's my lines, and I here, look the way I here look. you go. Right, Because yeah, right. I have an
1: incredible look, but...
0: Apart from yeah. maybe, like, a tiny bit at the beginning when he's talking at Batman in the right, one thing, right. like, maybe. But in this one, I was like, you know what? He's actually trying to act like yeah. Duncan Idaho. Right. Not like, you I, know, he's trying to act like this warrior person, yep. this, that, how he would react, how he has this relationship with Paul and he's actually doing stuff. And I was like, well, what the hell? Look at him go. Yeah.
1: I was watching him the way I remember watching. And he's in the film too, in a very small way. um, Dave Batista, you know? And I think, I think under the right circumstances, he can actually, I think he,
0: I think he is one of the people seriously who got robbed in this movie because he's hardly in it ever shows up. I think three times could be in it some more. Yeah. And when he is in it, all he does really is go. Ugh. Right. I mean, a couple lines and that's here. That's like, yes, although, and I'm like, know, that's not all there is to that character. The but
1: big, the big difference for me is trying. I think it's an unfair comparison, like you mentioned in a in a, in an off way to bring up David Lynch for this film, because Lynch's film really covers a lot more territory. Right. Because again, he didn't have- Well, obviously. Because he, he's got the whole he's got, right, book. And he's got to do it all. Right. And he didn't, I mean, I don't know how many, Denny's going to take three, four films. Like, I don't I don't know how many this plan is. I don't but, know.
0: I hope it's only two, but oh, you boy. just never know. You never know. Right? It With might be. I mean, everyone is. loves a trilogy. It could be three. Everyone yeah.
1: loves a trilogy. There's not a lot of the Baron, you right, know? Right. and And I'm used to the visual memory of the Baron and Lynch's films. So when you see Skarsgård so very little in this film. I'm like, wow, I really didn't get far in the story. That's why I was thinking it might just be a quarter past the the halfway mark. But I mean, again, I can't I can't dig the book out, and I wouldn't I wouldn't remember where the quarter marks are anyway. Uh Josh Brolin's great. You know, Rebecca Ferguson's great. This is no slight against Timothy Chalamet. He takes an awful bum rap because he's a pretty guy. Right. But I knew a bunch of people that said, you know, I'm sort of nervous about watching it for this. And I'm like, dude, it's it's he's an actor. He's talented and he's good. And as far as I can tell, I don't think he misstepped anywhere. And if he did, it was because Denis told him to like, I thought, he, right, I thought he pulled all the things off in the way that I'm sure he was told to do it. And it's not like you're watching like Richard Grieco
0: do Hamlet
1: like you're not asked with with no disrespect to Grieco I know he listens but you know uh, it's just there's a bunch of this like teen beat cover magazine thing where you're
0: like you can't ever do that and those days aren't really around anymore well Um, even if they even if they were I I think and I don't want to you know trash on any of the people you might know who who were worried about him or whatever but he's not a person either who came from right. Twenty One Jump Street, right. or like he had a role on the A Team, and people Home thought he was hot, right? and now yeah. he's like a thing. Right, he came from a thing where he proved his acting Always. the yeah. first time around. Right, uh, and
1: I mean, call me by your name if you and watch- hasn't
0: really. Yeah, falling apart said hasn't right? shown he the did, seams,
1: right? Like he's yeah, he's doing all the best. He's doing all the best work. I I found him really fun in this
0: film. I think I think he's great in this. Um, from my own personal perspective, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just there is. I I think he did everything he could do, and I think he did stuff really well. I think there are several scenes where I was like, man, that was really good.
1: Yeah,
0: he seems a little soft for me as paul atreides maybe just feeling him like go through this right and you know what are you gonna do with that i mean mean, so what right it's kind of (laughs) it's kind of like you know quite frankly i feel like jason momoa is too buff to be duncan idaho that's not who duncan idaho is right but look i mean what are you what are you gonna do right it's It's, that's just a thing uh, but i i think uh I think Chalamet was think he was great. great he's in great. It.
1: And he does he does the right amount of conveyance of discipline and focus instead of just looking like whoa.
0: And you, you know, uh, right, like he does. Dazed. Like he's, he's like he's, he's like in. thinking behind his right. eyes and all that stuff. And that and when he does the Bar scene, yeah. I was like, oh man, here we go. Yeah, right. Well, they did not do one take <laughs> of that. <laughs> no. Or he's like he's like in uh, he's on
1: it i i had fun i mean i had fun watching oscar isaac because i i still i mean i just really love seeing that guy act i thought it was amusing that once again in a big sci-fi well-known you know story he just wants to be a fighter pilot right you You know he's basically just trying to go back to his star wars roots again um yeah, for for me the there are times in the film it definitely it definitely picked up momentum. Well, it starts off a little slow for me and then once the knife training starts, which is what I've been waiting to see, you know, it it had some speed and then it slowed down and then it picked up and then it slowed down. And that pacing felt like a little yo-yo. Metronome that I thought was going to carry throughout the whole thing because I knew it was part one, but I couldn't remember enough of the story to know when Denny was going to come. Where the film. we might
0: be stopping. So I'm like, right. I know there's a
1: few places. It didn't exactly do it where I thought, but by the time this movie gets into the later half of itself, I was, I wasn't even thinking of momentum anymore. It just kept moving forward, and it had more fun, kinetic kind of storytelling to it. By the time, by the time they have. Well, I won't, I won't ruin by saying things. By the time they get close to the climax of this film and then in that climax, I was like almost on the edge of the seat. I was like so dialed into watching this and loving even just the weird gruff sort of subtlety that Javier Bardem brought to right. this role. And when you see him earlier and he's just like... I mean, Josh Brolin just wants to kill everybody, you know, and I right. get it, you know, but and not in a Thanos snap kind of way. But when we first see him and then later when we reintroduce to him, I just love that whole entire scene. Like I can't wait to rewatch that whole like 20 minutes where he's saying what he has to say. He gets some disagreements. Then there's some conflict. And I'm just loving all the stuff where he, like he's looking back over his shoulder and he's like, is he toying with him?
0: Right, you right. know, it's
1: just so perfectly done and well executed.
0: Yeah, he he is great uh, it in was that role. So
1: I'm watching him, and I'm like, perfect casting again. I I don't know that there is imperfectness anywhere here, but like what you said, and I'll I'll stop now because I want to hear more what you thought. I just wish there were more of some people instead of lingering long shots of sand, but. I'll be damned if those lingering long shots of sand aren't just visually engaging right. to all hell. It's amazingly. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I think, you know, going into uh, why it doesn't get a 10, that's kind of the reason. And, and I'm going to like preface even saying any of this stuff with the idea that uh, I've seen some people, you know, on the internet, on Twitter, or whatever, that complain about the movie, A, for being slow. Uh, and b, for being sort of like uh self important, yeah. kind of whatever yeah. what however people throw all these things together, right? And basically, I think both of those are illegitimate questions of this movie. If that's your concern of the of the movie, like if it's slow, I don't know, Uh, that Shakespeare movie takes forever, right? Like, it's you're making a movie of Dune, and it's going to be kind of slow because that's what happens in the book, is it's kind of slow. And uh, if you call a movie of Dune self-important, I think you're just calling yourself out there. You just haven't read the book. You don't know what we're talking about. I mean, there... There are almost no more self important books to film I right. mean it's you're just not making dune if you're not making it seem yeah. kind of self important because right. that's the whole thing I mean, and not only that it's like on purpose right I mean it's like purposefully self important yeah because <laughs> that's what the <laughs> dude thought he was making when he made it right. I mean you can't it you know you can't make like the scooby doo version of Frightly dune exactly. i mean Anyway, uh I, I mean it, it, the whole thing is uh is uh, a guy thinking he's got some really deep yeah shit things to say right? and, and he's saying it and, and it's and, a book about nature in a way and it's and, like that, right? Yeah. Anyway, uh but so yeah. now that that's out of the way, uh part of the reason that I kind of, you know, just a little bit had some issues with it and it couldn't make it to 10 is there is stuff that could have been in yeah if we didn't watch the visions happen so, so many much. times right they didn't have to happen all the time and right. when they did happen they didn't have to happen for so long yeah and like when we fly into like the sandstorm, yeah. that doesn't need to be like there's a, a whole eight sand. minutes yeah, or whatever. Right. right? Like, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, there's some of that stuff where it's like, okay, but I'm really going to tell you exactly how harrowing this trip was right. and how hard it was. And then he has to have another vision in it for a long time. Uh-huh. All of that stuff, you know, not that I don't want to have that stuff, but we could have made all that stuff a little shorter, make yeah. it happen a little less frequently. Yeah. I don't think we're really changing anything right. or not conveying what we need to convey by having them in the first place. And then we could have had stuff happen right. a little longer, and a little better. Bios. Yeah. Yep. And uh, But that said, there are so many little things um, that really stand out as like serious. Efforts that yeah. are uh, surprising, right? Right. right. Uh, including, you know, once we get to Stillgar and we're we find them and everything, yeah. and then we have like that knife fight. Yeah, that is one of the best knife fights yeah. I think has ever been like, filmed yeah. in a variety of ways. First of all, it actually looks like people who know w- how it w- be- what they're trying to do. Right. Right but also just because you actually get like the ending of it where Paul finally yeah lets himself say okay i'm going to have to kill him like got to be this the guy. first part of the fight is just nothing but him not trying to kill right. him parrying and like trying to yeah and then finally he goes okay i'm going to have to and like accepts it and then yeah. boom it's over right and, it, and the mean, it's whole done. thing yeah. put together is just like perfect yeah, of I trying agree. to make that happen and make what's happening in his mind happen in the world yep. and all that stuff. That was really great. But we could have had, you know, some more of Stillgar. There's yeah. um you know the fight where the uh Sardaukar come and uh Duncan Idaho locks the door and yep. all that stuff. Like that stuff too like you know it's great that you got some action in and you're like right. going well, but I want to have some more like fighting and I want to be able to see it so that it balances the total runtime or whatever. Right. But that whole thing from before they show up,
1: yeah,
0: which is great. Right. And then they show up and that's great. yeah. <laughs> but then it's like at some point now we're watching that for a long time right. at the expense of other things that we could have, spent more time on that scene and it would have been better, right? Right. Or something like that. You know, so it's, I mean, it's very nitpicky, uh, some of the stuff, but it just, uh, for the overall feel of it, and, you know, for me, going into this, we got another movie to watch, right? And let's say I watch the first one again, going into the second one again, I don't want to be utterly sick of watching Visions by the time I get (laughs) far enough into the movie, right? Right? I mean, because... There's, uh, there's some other shit to happen, (laughs) There's uh, a, there's a lot more going on. I, and not only that, but I wish that the movie could have taken some of that time and maybe talked a little bit more about like the spacers guild and the actual spice and what it does other than like watching the little, (sighs) you know, like, Paul looked it up on right. future Google right. and got like a go. YouTube video yeah. on, on how this stuff happens. Like we could have had a little bit more talking about that happen. Yeah. Um, and, and in other things, not that this is a negative, but just to explain, uh, talk about the movie some more. Um, one of the things that I think is interesting is that if you watch both these movies, both versions of the movies, if you watch the David Lynch movie, uh, I feel like you watch that movie, you come away with it a lot harder on the Harkonnens being the bad guys. Harkonnen. I'm going to say it how I'm going to say it. <laughs> uh, yeah. They, they are like the bad yeah. guy. Right. And, you know, they're in cahoots with the emperor and, you know, the emperor, uh, you know, somewhat you know caused their ability to be the bad guys right. to be there and all this stuff um but i feel like if you just watch that movie you come away feeling like really it's them and this movie tries really hard to get you to go really it's the emperor Hang out a minute. and yeah. like it says it a yeah. lot of times and right. gives you a lot of different versions on why that's the case yep and really hits on how you know he is very jealous of the fact that people like the Atreides now, right. and so it, really he's getting rid of them, yeah. uh, and the Harkonnens are just like his tool to do it, yeah. right? And and sure they love being that tool, right. and, it, and they are happy to They're oblige totally and everything. Totally serviceable, yeah. Uh, but this movie spends, I think, a lot of time. And I feel like the book is a little bit, you know, the book is more towards this movie's view. Yeah. But I don't know if the book is even as hard on on yeah. that side right. as as yeah. this movie's view that's is. Funny. But I think that's cool that it's uh, that we're focusing on that and making sure that that's yeah. out there uh, because it does. After a while, it does like kind of hit me anyway that it's like okay we're like really making yeah. sure that we're talking about repeatedly that he's very jealous emperor and right, yeah you know Let's when is a gift not a gift yeah, and right. and the whole thing i yeah. wish too it bugs me uh in my own personal here's like the you know, Dune fan thing. Right. It bugs me that we don't have quite so much of, uh, you know, what's really cool in Dune is that they have all these like repeatable things. And, you know, like fear is the mind killer oh. and the sleeper has awakened right. and, you know, on and on. Like all these things that just people, you know, repeat and they're like the catchphrases of the book. Yeah. And we don't really get to the point where we get that many of them. No. Right.
1: Really? <laughs> it's just fear is the mind killer. And it's like, one.
0: Ah, oh, come on! Yeah, like, right. now, like one now, one, I, I gotta right. wait till the next movie before. Well,
1: you know, going back to something you said that made me think of this. You know, there is there is certainly something to be commended for the way Denny is filming sand. Because I mean, obviously, this is a big sandy planet, and there's only so many ways you'd think you could look at. It. Any landscape. But he finds like 45 different ways. He likes sitting in 38 of them. Right, And that's that's fine. Again, I agree with almost every single thing you said about maybe we could have cut a couple minutes here. Like I'm reminded of when you were talking about when they were flying into the storm. And that is just a strangely long scene. But for some reason he felt compelled to show it. You know, and I'm thinking, all right. (laughs) In a very strange way, there's obviously the Denis pacing of filming in the sand and then right, there's like right. George Miller right. you know and if you've got Fury Road you know basically right. and you're thinking you see a lot of sand everything's just desert 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 but we don't stay kinetically frozen on anything for more than maybe two beats right. and something's exploding or moving or swinging or biting or cl- you know I like the midground, probably between the two of them. But I just started thinking, I wonder what Fury Road would be like if Villeneuve did it, and I wonder what the next Dune installment would be if George Miller just picked Uh, it up. You know, (laughs) when they were just like, "All right, man, let's just go." You know, we'll find out. I can't even I can't even stress enough about how weirdly uncertain I was in the beginning with all the long, lingering shots. And I just thought, okay, you're just setting up things. And I know the story. I know it's. I know we're gonna be here for a while. But really, mm-hmm. we're gonna get moving. And it's just, it's just such a weirdly comfortable balance later on in the movie where people are doing things and you're watching things. Not even battles. You know, not even when Duncan, you know, locks the door and that whole that entire scene, which I think now goes on much longer than I originally thought it did. Like that whole in attack on, on them there, right. trying not to spoil all kinds of things if people haven't read it or seen it yet, is refreshingly long because it picks up the pace a bunch. And even when they're all outside running to, to try to defend themselves, and that one ship just like unloads 10 million rockets. Right. <laughs> and I watched that... And I try not to I try not to abuse the privilege of if I'm watching it at home just like pause it go get a drink come back like watch the movie. Right. I wanted to rewind that so bad just to watch that over and over <laughs> again. And I kept thinking this might be the kind of thing where pandemic aside I would suggest if you're capable of doing it get get into a big theater. Yeah. I kind of wish we had seen this big now. I I know one person who saw it in IMAX. And they came out of it, and they're like, I genuinely... They texted me almost right away, he's like, I genuinely don't know if this is a good movie or not, but that was one of the best experiences I've ever seen a film in. <laughs> right. And I, now I understand. like, And, seeing and, this and in not, that theater, not
0: only that, but uh, because it looks gorgeous, and as we've said before, like at the start, we have some big vistas so that we can see the water planet, so that we can compare it later with the desert planet. And we see these huge things, and it looks gorgeous. But also just like the sound of being in yeah. the theater, if you like really had right. this movie going crazy with the sound because there's all like there's the spaceship noises yeah. and the using the voice and like the yep. thumpers and the I'll, crashing and everything. There's like yeah. some sound going on. There is a to lot of Yeah. The
1: one reason, <clears throat> excuse me. The one reason I took a little bit off, not a full star, not even a half star, really, just a bit. I'm not a big fan of the majority of the music. There's a lot of, there's a lot of howling, like right. ch- not chanting, and I don't want to be too terribly insensitive, but it just, it feels like a sand tune, and it's just not utilized right for me. I'm I'm watching a scene that has some gravity to it or some emotional strength, and I hear the crescendo of like some singing operatic voice, and I'm like that doesn't belong, right? That's not here, and that actually kills a bit of the mood for me most of the music like the the war music the synthesized the orchestration it's all great but the vocal stuff i don't leave all that away every one <laughs> of every single time it showed up it showed up a fair amount bugged the hell out of me yeah I don't know why i just wasn't i was like no, that's a bad choice yeah that's an absolutely bad choice and a very small nitpicky thing to pick up except there are times where it's very prominent in the scene you're watching all of, really all of all of the
0: music is a little bit um and whether it's good or bad is you know not even necessarily the question but all of the music in it is a little bit more forward yeah. in like yeah. your experience yep, than you're used to you're for uh even this kind of movie where it's doing a lot of sound and stuff like i've I feel like some of the music. I I mean, I was fine with the music. It didn't really bug me. Some of it might have been like trying too hard. It
1: was trying too hard. But
0: it's uh, but it is definitely like it's more forward. It's almost yeah. to the point where you know you feel like somebody turned a radio on, like because it's right in the foreground of what's oh, happening. You oh, know, know what you I mean? mean? I know. Like what you mean. yeah, now I know what you mean. Like it's supposed to be <laughs> right right there, as opposed yep. to like the background or whatever. It yeah. is. It is a little bit maybe distracting in in some of some of the scenes anyway. For sure, I yeah. haven't I haven't looked. I mean, I wasn't completely caught unaware that this is part one.
1: I actually I haven't looked to see what the production schedule is like. I mean, we're not getting yeah, two
0: next year. No, it's only recently been you know negotiated. hinted that there yeah. even is a I know two coming right. so uh they haven't really i think <laughs> i mean they have really <laughs> recently like been very suggestive that you know in a kind of like coy way like going well obviously there is yeah, except that they haven't actually said right like here it is, or it's, hey, you know, whatever. Somebody wants to say that to me. I'll it's say, look, interesting, though, because where they do stop it and who you have involved, like, there are right. a lot of people that don't have to be involved anymore, right. and you right. <laughs> move on, and they're all dead already. People that say that obvious thing, and I'm like, look, I obviously tell you there's six other books
1: in The Dark Tower. There were three other volumes to the Golden Compass stuff. Like, just because you make one doesn't mean you're going to make them all. Right. The chutzpah it takes to film... Something like Dune, and not even finish the book in your first installment, and be like, "Well, let's see if they like that." Right, like, dude, are you? It's
0: it's one thing to make that's amazingly. It's it's one thing to make one book, right? Right. It's another thing to not (laughs) sixty have a solid (laughs) commitment to like the whole first book or something. That's like when Peter Jackson like made the Three Hobbit, right? Right. And it's like, what if they just said Part One? But had never said yet if, <laughs> right. they, if they were going we'll to make two or three or, you know, whatever, or make the, anything else and just go, eh, the Hobbit stops there. And then that's all we end up with. The, the studio execs
1: must have been in love with Denny's vision, planning, like his storyboarding, everything to basically take that and say, you want to do what? You want to go to this point? Well, what book is that in? That's not even out of the first book. Well, how many of these are you going to do? And he's like, look, I've got the plan. You know, and sh- let me show you the plan. Somebody, somebody initially kind of like loved the idea, signed off and was like, all right, kid, let's, right, let's go. I- I'm it's, just-
0: it seems crazy to me that even like now, uh, even with any kind of problems in theaters, even with whether or not theaters are, are where we are just right. because of streaming in general, but it seems insane to me that you can't, lock something in and go, okay, we're making the two or the three movies, like no matter what yeah. happens, right? Um and, and just do that ahead of time. But you can make like the Game of Thrones prequel yeah. or right. whatever other like streaming service things where it's like we're gonna make a whole season of this show. Yeah. It's it's not like the Game of Thrones prequel is going to come out, have bad ratings for two episodes, and they're going to go, never mind. They've already made the whole thing, right? right? Right. I mean, how you can have, like, the budget put aside for, like, five movies worth of money, right? but it's in the same universe that you can't get the rest of Dune filmed? (laughs) I don't know. It's And not only that, but Amazon has uh, something that's even bigger money. I can't remember what it is now. Um, obviously I go brain dead right now, but no, they, they okay. have, they have some other show that yeah. has a even bigger budget. I don't it's know. Insane. Anyway. All right. So that's <laughs> Dune. Um, it was, it was, uh, if you're out. scared to go see it, uh, right, get go it. see it. Yeah. It's great. It's, uh, it's really, really good. And, and everyone, we talked about Shyamalan and we mentioned people yeah. here and there. But man, I thought everyone was great in it. Great, everyone, like so did uh, I. Down to like the smallest person. I mean, like hey, the 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 lesser roles. Sure. Even I thought everyone was great. The doctor was great. You know, yeah, yeah. just
1: I mean, everybody in his scenes before he before you know Paul goes in to see you know the truth. Ta- the truth sayer, You know, just all the things that he did. I'll I'll do you one better. Everybody was great. Even the person I loathe the most, which is Zendaya, yeah, like my 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 weird fixation on others' fixation upon her, all all things notwithstanding, she's great. Yeah, you know she she's very serviceable in the film. It's hard to find anything wrong with it except. Except just the small nitpicky things, and those probably don't even add up. I bet when I watch it again, and I will—I don't know how soon—but I bet when I watch it again, my eight will probably go eight and a half, maybe nine. Yeah. Because now and I'll I, now I, I'll understand you know, the I, pace I ahead. Think t-
0: I think think too that you know you'll in, probably go to nine and a half. In in any other movie, I feel like uh, this probably just would have been a ten. Yeah. Because I would have said. You right. know, this is the experience I had, this yeah. is the reaction I had, and I probably just would've went, Yeah, ten, whatever. Right. And yet, I don't know, it just it's didn't just something quite, off. Yeah, it was just something. It uh, was but it was just close enough, but no. But yeah. anyway, uh go see that. Uh all cool. right, we're over time. Thanks for tuning in yeah. and uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by are screening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to are screening.podbean.com or are screening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.